Hello everyone, today is June 29th, 2016. I'm your podcast host, Client Manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China, that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. My guest today is Chao Wang. He's born in Xi'an, China, moved to the U.S. at a young age, grew up most of his life in the Boston area, Massachusetts, and he's a fellow client manager at InTouch, and we'll be talking about four steps to success with third-party inspection. So welcome, Chow. How are you? Thank you, John. I'm good. Thank you. I think it'd be good for the listeners if you just gave us a little bit of your background before InTouch, because I know you were involved a little bit in manufacturing as well for a little while before that time. So what were you doing before you came and started as a client manager here? Actually, prior to InTouch, I was working for two different factories in two different locations in Guangdong. The first factory I was working as a Chinese electronic manufacturer. And then the second one is a Japanese manufacturer that does a lot of plastic injection. How long were you uh, working at those two factories? Combined around three years total. Three years, okay. So you've seen a lot of a lot of different manufacturing processes at work, and you've seen some quality control checks there, so you're familiar with the process even before you came on with InTouch to some extent. Is that right? Right. I was working full-time at both factories, so I was living right by the factories. So, yeah, I'm fairly familiar with all the quality side and the whole manufacturing side of electronic and plastic injection manufacturing. Okay, great. Before we get into these four steps to success with third-party inspection, it's also important to mention that some importers may not be getting the most out of third-party inspection. Maybe something is going wrong and they're not getting what they feel is the transparency they were expecting or the result they were expecting with the quality improvement. Is that right? That's right. A lot of clients that are sourcing from China, they commonly heard of inspections, but what they expect is the final inspection where all the products are already made, and then they will hire a third party to go for the inspection. But often by that time, it's already too late to do the inspection because all the defects have already happened. The corrective actions a factory can do is very limited. That's why they often don't get the exact quality product they want. Right, so essentially, if they inspect too late in the process, Some defects can't be reworked after the fact. They sort of need to be addressed earlier in production at the stage where those defects are being introduced. Is that right? That's right. Especially if you're looking at really expensive products and really complicated products, you may want to go in early, making sure the factories understand all the specifications, all the quality requirements. You can take furniture, for example, where oftentimes they have to make the frames before wrapping the furniture itself. So a lot of early issues can be due to the frames are defective. And that's why an early inspection to find those issues before these products go down the line. You mentioned here with the frames there and also the importance of clarifying the specs and making sure that the supplier is using the correct specifications and that the inspector is using the right specifications to check the product and make sure that it meets requirements. And you also mentioned that another issue that importers might be experiencing is issues found during inspection might not necessarily be corrected by the supplier. 
So if there are defects found that need to be reworked, that might not be happening, and that's not necessarily due to any fault by the inspection or the inspection company. Is that right? That's right. It's not that uncommon for a factory to tell you that they fix the issues, but in reality, they might have just looked at a few pieces and fixed whatever issues the third-party inspector found on site, and then they just left the rest and then just shipped the whole container. Okay. So let's go into the four steps here, how importers can succeed with third-party inspection. The first one is clearly stating expectations and product requirements. We sort of touched on that a moment ago, but what are the best ways the importer can do that? And where are the best places maybe where they can include expectations or product requirements so there's no confusion sort of from the beginning? You really have to do that early on, way before you starting looking for inspection or you even purchasing a sample to clearly list out all your expectations. The best place would be an actual, in the actual purchasing agreement where if you are very technical with your products and if you know everything about your product, then it is highly recommended you list everything you know, all the requirements you know into the purchase agreement. Yeah, you mentioned a purchase agreement and you also mentioned how it's really important that if they have some sort of written contract with their supplier, it's really important that they have that drafted by a local attorney, a local lawyer or representative from China, Vietnam, wherever they're manufacturing making sure that that's bilingual and what have you so that it's actually more easily enforced in the local jurisdiction. Is that right? That's right. And also, there's something you should know that for a contract purchasing agreement, it's always the best to, like you say, draft by a local lawyer instead of just getting an English version and then translate, have someone translate into the local language because there are a lot of things that just doesn't translate. So a part-time translator may not get you the exact legal meaning on the contract. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. You also mentioned purchase orders. And with my time working as a client manager here, I've seen a lot of purchase orders. I'm sure that you have too. But sometimes an importer will send us a PO and we're really surprised by how little is on there. Like a purchase order, as you mentioned in your article, is a great place to show expectations. For example, if they require product inspection, if they haven't anticipated shipping date. Certain quality requirements can be shown on there as well. But a lot of times importers leave that kind of thing off of the PO. So I think that's a great place to write things. And I think it's a missed opportunity to not include requirements on the PO. Would you agree with that? Right. I would say definitely want to include all those. For example, what happened if there's a delaying shipment? What are the penalties? And then what happened if there's a certain amount of defects are found? So these are all great stuff to list out on the PO. I mean, a lot of bigger companies, they do this. They put everything they know on the PO itself. So there's absolutely no question about what type of quality you expect from the factories. Right, definitely. The second step that you mentioned for success with third-party inspection is conduct product inspection. And this might seem pretty simple to you know some importers out there because the topic here is third-party inspection, but I think there's a little bit more to it that you've mentioned in the article that needs to be considered when they're preparing for inspection. Is that right? That's right. That's back to the point we were talking about before, just exactly when you drive the product inspection. A lot of people understand the third-party inspection, but what they understand is the final inspection, but there are different stages where you can go in. Again, if you're going 
earlier, then you can find out a lot of more issues which you can fix later on, instead of going later trying to save fire. Earlier in the episode here, you've mentioned that some issues can be checked with a Dupro inspection, pretty much checking earlier before the product is finished to sort of pinpoint processes that are faulty and find defects before it's too late. So maybe if a process is introducing defects and it's only affecting you know, 10% of the order and you can check it at that point, you can keep that from affecting the rest of the order. And I think you talked before about incoming quality control as well and checking raw materials before mass production begins too, is that right? That's right. These types of stuff, to be honest, it should be up to the factory to do them. But of course, there are always chance where the factory, for some reason, did not catch all the issues or they may not have a complete incoming material inspection setup going on. So these are recommended early on. Yeah, another point you mentioned with, you know, considering when you're scheduling a product inspection is taking cost into consideration and considering importers should think about their specific budget. What do you mean there? A lot of importers believe the products they have shouldn't have any defects or their product is not expensive, so they shouldn't necessarily need an inspection. But I definitely disagree with this. If you're importing, then you should always set aside a budget for inspection. This is very necessary. Yeah, and I think that importers can decide on how often to inspect and what scope to inspect because, you know, inspections are based on time. As most inspectors do it, most inspection companies do it, they bill by how long the inspection takes. So if that buyer has a smaller budget for inspections, they can choose to inspect fewer pieces in the order so that they can save costs there. If they have a larger budget or they feel they need more oversight, they can inspect more pieces to be more sure about the quality. Is that right? Right. Yeah, your third-party inspection company can definitely provide you options based on your budget. So yeah, that's definitely recommend to check with them. Yeah, the last part that you mentioned here with product inspection is considering the importer's tolerance for quality defects. What do you mean by that? And who decides the tolerance for defects during inspection? Well, that actually is up to the client itself, the importer themselves, and of course their clients who the products will go to. There are a lot of issues with manufacturing, which are a lot of unforeseen issues. So it's impossible to make like a perfect product. There are always tolerances and always different type of defects. It's really up to the importer to decide exactly what type of quality products they can accept. And they have to set clear tolerance on their products. So the third-party inspection company will also know exactly what they are looking for. Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to professional inspectors or professional QC companies, they might have their own tolerances in mind. They might have their own criteria in mind for inspection that they've used for similar products. But ultimately, it comes down to the importer if they have unique requirements. If it's a product that's higher end, more expensive, if it's a luxury good, things like that, the importer might have a lower tolerance. They might be more strict with the inspection criteria and with the defects that they'll accept. If it's a lower end product, something like a promotional good or something low cost to produce, they might have a higher tolerance and they might be more lenient with their criteria. The third step that you have here for success with third-party inspection is 
address issues with your supplier. And I think this is a really good point because it's one of the misconceptions that we often get from clients, from importers, is they think, okay, I've got an inspector going to the factory. He's going to tell me about the quality of the order, the status of the order, and he's also going to do something about it. Like this company or this person is going to force the factory to change their processes to correct any defects found. That's just not the case. What's the situation there? Well, I definitely agree with you. We've seen a lot of cases where there's zero feedback from clients. And a good importer, we also have a lot of like seasoned, experienced importers, very good importers, where they provide a lot of feedbacks on the product inspection reports we provide. Some of the things that a lot of people don't understand is that third-party inspection company, they go in, they find the issues, they pinpoint all the issues, and they report the issues. But after that, it's ultimately up to the client themselves to communicate with the factories to exactly how to fix problems found and how to prevent this happening again in the future. Yeah, I would agree. And one point that you mentioned is discussing how defects will be fixed. And I know we've talked before about possible issues with reworking goods and how that could cause more defects. I mean, how does that happen? Well, I mean, for any type of product, if it's made by hand or if there's any type of product getting to contact with human, then there's a potential opportunity for defects to be caused. So this is the thing that we really have to watch out for, is even when we find the defects and the factories say they're reworking it, but doing this rework, new defects may appear. So what we always recommend is try to limit the handling on the products as much as possible. Okay. Yeah. And your last point here in the context of addressing the issues with the suppliers, chargebacks. What do you mean by chargebacks for the supplier? Well, that goes back to the original contract you have with the factory. If you clearly stated that when a defect happens or a certain defect happens or when there's a delay of shipment, if you clearly state in the contract, there will be penalties. Either you can get a credit from the factory or if you can get a discount for the current order, that's something, again, you should have it in your contract with the factory before you start buying the goods. Okay. Your last point here, four steps to success. The fourth one here is reinspect to verify rework. And why is that important? Why is it important that if rework occurs, if you know an importer goes to their supplier and says there's XYZ problems with the product. I'd like you guys to re- repair that, replace those with goods that don't have the defect or rework them. Why is it important to go back and do another inspection? This is just to be safe. I mean, usually third-party inspection companies does the inspection based on a sample size. So what we see happen a lot is once we finish inspecting, based on a sample size, and then we found a list of defects, and then we send it to the client in the factory. The client may ask the factory to fix all the issues. Well, a lot of factory may just assume that they need to fix all the issues that has been found by the third-party inspection company, but they don't actually go back to their whole order to look out for those issues and fix them. So this is where the inspection comes in where we have to go back and then pick another random sample size and make sure the factory fixes all the issues, not just the ones we found out before. 
Yeah, that's a really good point is that hopefully that supplier is going through and fixing defects throughout the rest of the order, even if those pieces were not originally checked in that first inspection. But like you said, it's hard to be sure unless you go back in and check again exactly what that factory is going to ship to the client. So I think the best way to really wrap this up and summarize it here is that third-party inspection is not really like a cure-all solution. It's not, as you wrote, it's not a silver bullet. It's not going to solve all the quality problems necessarily that an importer might have with a particular supplier. But it's a really powerful tool in letting the customer, letting the importer know what's the status of that order, what's the quality of the goods. And with that information, they can go to the supplier and say, the order is good to ship or we need to hold off on shipping, we need to correct the issues found, things like that. Do you have anything to add to that? Ultimately, it's up to the factory to fix all the issues. Of course, finding a very good supplier is uh, very important. What happens is after you do an inspection, when you find the defects, always try to work with the factory and then get them to give you the exact corrective action plans and then also the preventive action plans to ensure this type of defects won't appear in the future. Well put. I want to thank my guest, Chao Wang, for joining me to talk about these four steps to success with third-party inspection. So thank you, Chao. Thank you, John. And I want to thank our listeners out there for tuning in to today's broadcast. remind you guys to check us out on our social media channels, namely that's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. We've got some daily tips and advice as well as some industry-related news on there. You can also check out our YouTube channel for some interviews with industry experts and some on-site inspections as well. And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line at our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.